So on my way to work today, I was stopping to deliver letters and a woman walked up, like, you know, the women that wear like, the full-wear tracksuits, with like, juicy on the ass. Yeah, matching top bottoms. Yeah, and yeah. they're not juicy at all. It's probably an ass that's the least juiciest thing you've ever seen. And she was pushing a pram and got with it, and also had a wee dog in a lead, got to the door of the shop, left the pram and kid outside and walked in with the dog. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's backwards. <laughs> she just left her child in a pram in the middle of the street. I remember, I used to get left in prams outside back in the I, I was different times, people bang wains now. That's <laughs> true. And you get more money for wains. But people also steal dogs for like fighting. They do, but would you rather lose your dog or lose your child? And also when you were wee, like back in the 70s, they, <laughs> they, they, you didn't get good money for children. You didn't, you didn't get any money for dogs back in the 80s, man. They used to give you them away in puppies for their pockets you get the shop. You get at least a grand for like a toddler. I wonder how much you actually get in the black market. You probably want them to be a wee bit... No, you, you want them young. Ah, you don't want them, want them being cheeky and handsome Yeah, you can mould them. Plus, if they remember who their parents are, then there's more chance they're going to be screaming the place then. So, like... You definitely pay more money for... 48 are probably hours old, then you get fucking the best amount of money. No, I mean, 48, age 48 yeah. are probably cheaper. Aye, yeah. Because nobody really wants them. Absolutely. That's why, you see, if you're in an orphanage and you hit 8 years old, that's you're fucked. You'd be oh. as well just becoming one of fucking... That always, that always upset me about Stuart Little. Like, imagine being one of those kids and they adopt that fucking talking mouse over you. Yeah, I mean, there should be a, mo- there should be a movie about uh, the kids left in the orphanage after fucking Gina Davis <laughs> and Hugh Laurie take that mouse home. Imagine <coughs> raging at we are real children and they've just come in and bought a mouse. They could have went to pets at home and get a mouse rather than come in here and tease that they're going to take one of us home. It's fucking disgraceful. Anyway, <coughs> welcome to Scott and Liam versus Evil, episode 31. And if you're still with us after that chaotic live stream, then uh, well done. Get, give yourself a pat on the back and we thank you for still being here. <laughs> it actually feels like ages since we've done a real, like a normal episode. It does, I know it does. And we'll talk more about what happened after the live stream <laughs> a little bit later on. Today we're going to talk about The Wicker Man, the original, the great, the classic from 1973. And much to many people's entertainment, <laughs> the remake of The Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage from 2006. It was 2006, yes. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. So we begin to 1970, would you say 78? No, 73. 73. Sergeant Neil Howey arrives in a Scottish island looking for a missing teenage girl, Rowan Morrison. The place belongs to Lord Summerisle and is famous because of their plantation of apples and other fruits and their harvest. Sergeant Howey realises that the locals are pagans, practising old rituals, and Rowan is probably alive and being prepared to be sacrificed. The only sense this movie it comes up and gives you we thank the people of I don't know if they still call it I can't remember if they call it somewhere else in the Altman's Steam and they say thank you for letting us uh, see what their see their uh, practices and it makes the people the actual people in the island as, as if they went to film the movie there but just allowed the the jet the people who live on the island to go about their business their May Day celebrations mm. it makes them look mental as fuck they probably are they probably they, they probably are <laughs> and then what? I thought do you think it would be good to live on that island. Uh, like in in the in the movie universe, but you think it'd be good if you were in on the joke or in on the it'd probably, sacrifice. It'd probably be good. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, it's all about paganism. It's all children of the earth. They don't really have rules. Uh, so that part of it would probably be quite fun. 
like not really having any laws. You just wear animal masks and just fuck each other. Just but it was once a year and you you put you. I you fuck each other all year round. I think you fuck each other year <laughs> because when they're looking for ruin, they meet. They eventually get to that first scene where they're meeting all the old men and and the pier and they're like, nah, no, not seen her, not seen her, don't know how she is. And then like and then like oh yeah no actually we do know the the woman the mum I she's she's exists she's supposed yeah. to so go and find May who's supposed to be Ron's mum and it says that Ron turned nine last Thursday I think May must have been in her fucking forties at least when she had that that way then or did everybody just dress everybody over twenty five just look old as fuck back in the seventies they did everybody yeah. just looked like Hyacinth Bucket <laughs> doesn't matter I don't even know who that is <laughs> keep up appearances now. <laughs> that's well 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 dated there uh, and all, you never thought of that when you look back at old photos of like your grandparents they're like oh what age were you there I was 17 yeah I know like, with those fucking glasses well, that, that, and that dress that's <laughs> what I was wondering like when what, what age do, do, you, do you get to when you just decide oh it's now, now time for me to shop in the base shop you know my base shoes and my base trousers my base jacket did you not you not get base shoes I got my invite to the base um, <laughs> the base shop a few years yeah. ago <laughs> I thought the Wicker Man was brilliant. I thought the Wicker Man was great though. I actually came to the Wicker Man party <coughs> quite late, but I only seen it for the first time last year. I th- think I'm the same. I think I'd seen parts of it. I was sitting in he- in the house, uh, I think one night, Lauren perhaps was night shift, and it was on the telly. I didn't see it from the start, and I just watched the kind of middle section, and I was like, that's really good, but then I didn't watch the whole thing. I definitely watched it front to back for this episode and I was like no I think this movie is good it's fucking brilliant it's, it's one of Lena's favourites and she kept trying to get me to watch it and I'm not being racist here but the real reason I didn't watch it is because I thought it was set in like an English village and it just annoyed me I was like I don't really give a fuck I don't oh you thought it was like uh, old Morris dancing like, hot fuzz type I country like, village exactly like Aye. hot fuzz but like an old 70s hot fuzz yeah. and I went I don't care about that and and when you found out that it was exactly the same type of village but they were in Scotland in Scotland like, I, I was that's like fine. yeah fucking Braveheart yeah freedom <laughs> let's go for it so you hate the English listeners I, I don't I don't hate the English at no. all I just there's a lot of music as well see if they've got a really overly like a lot of punk I, I love punk but overly overly English vocal like Billy Bragg I'm not too keen on because his vocals just a bit too English for that, that's why I hate Oasis I, I hate Oasis it. because Oasis are just generally shite but I also don't rate a lot of Biffy Clyro or Twin Atlantic when you when you got a thick Scottish accent as well mm-hmm. I love America until they potentially could explode themselves just now so I used to like try and sing my American accent potentially however, or they have yeah, fucked themselves uh, however uh, just before we started recording I noticed that the decline have released a new song uh, and I, I love an Australian accent as well. I'm a sucker for an accent, man. I love it. Whereas I can listen to most things, just not overtly English. There's all the, the Queen shit and all that. Nah. I'm not interested. Fuck, so fuck Queen. Found out this was Scottish and I was like, yeah. I'll give it a go. Sounds brilliant. Watched it, loved it, thoroughly enjoyed it. Have you seen the the sequel? No. Robin Hardy, the writer who died, obviously, earlier on in the year, actually done a sequel in 2011. Probably later than that. Oh, the Wicker Death Tree. The Wicker Tree. It's uh, like a spiritual sequel. I don't know if I've seen it or not. I've not seen it either, but really, I'm just asking because yeah. I wanted to know if it was good before I went and bought it. Put it on the list and then uh, find it. So continue what, with the what movie. I like about it is um, it's almost like there's a sexist like nature going through the whole the whole uh, movie because he, he's he's the he's the man from the police and he's there to be in charge yeah. and find out what's going on and get in all these places. And then I've just written down quotes. I'd like my supper now, please. And she's like, food isn't everything in life. And I'm like, food is everything in life. <laughs> in the 70s, though, yeah. it's fucking hippie power. But don't you love... I think that pub looked like great fun. 
What, were they just singing the sexy songs? <laughs> <laughs> and then this is my daughter, Willow. Good evening. Show the sergeant to his room. Much has been said of the strumpets of yore. Of wenches and baldy house queens by the score. But I sing of the baggage that we all adore. The landlord's daughter, you'll never love another. Although she's not the kind of girl to take home to your mother. <laughs> Is lively and strong to the taste. It is brewed with discretion, never with haste. You can have all you like if you swear not to waste. The landlord's daughter, and when her name is mentioned, the parts of every gentleman do stand up at attention. <laughs> That lies between her left toe and her right toe. <laughs> and then uh, he goes outside, and there's just like a casual orgy out in the, out in the back garden. I'm like, well, there you go. That's exactly how it works. That's also why I've been going a lot of travel in the camper van to, 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 to try to find these pubs where folk are just banging in the garden because that's <laughs> that's all I want in a pub. <laughs> And then, so he spends his first night in, in the, the bar, or in, in the hotel, the B&B, and uh, I think that's how uh, how Lorne won my heart. What? <laughs> you know, you know, you know uh, when, when, when Britt Eklund's in her room, please come say how do, <laughs> you know, just dancing naked in her room, I was like, ah. Uh. <laughs> obviously dated but it was a bit weird where she's dancing at the wall and then he's up at the wall and yeah. it's like they're banging through the wall like and being John Malkovich when they've got them puppets yeah, yeah. he's doing it and they look like they're fucking the wall and it's like that's really strange and then I also thought if he just went in and fucked her the movie would end there well that's I that I got that to the end yeah. of my notes I was like see if I was the postman I'd never been set fire yeah. <laughs> I would have banged it I'd have been there to see how do straight away <laughs> I would have broke the walls down I was a wrestling reference because I, I went even to get, wrestling uh, on Monday <laughs> I wouldn't even go to the pub see that urge in the back garden I'd go like hey go somebody hold my hat <laughs> take my WKD I'm joining them it is uh, I don't believe in sex before marriage that guy must as well must be in his 40s yeah yeah, he's, he's, he must have been hundreds of virgins back then if that was the case or is he just I, married to the job it was just to illustrate just how pious that guy was that he's a, he is a man of the law and he, he believes in God so much he's so fucking God fearing that he won't even bang the woman he's been with for two years I think it's just to really exaggerate uh, that to which would then obviously yeah. contrast greatly with the, the, the fuck bunnies on the island <laughs> So he gets up on that day and he starts to see the the May Day celebrations getting ready and I'm like just like I'm like the young team in this island are wild as fuck and I think that's the bit where the the teachers teach them how to do the maypole dance uh-huh. and uh, the wee boys on the fiddle and all that and then they're sitting having a song and dance. He walks into the school 
and the girl, the, the teachers asking the the girls who are in class, the, the girls are at the desk in class, the boys are all outside dancing on about the maple, and uh, the teacher says, "What does the maple mean?" I was like, "It's a penis pole! It's a penis pole! It's a fucking penis pole!" And they're like, "It means the penis or phallic symbol." And uh, and then it cuts back to the the penis pole, and all the boys are getting honeys to the bunches. <laughs> See, I don't see really anything wrong with that. I grew up in a wee village. And Did you touch on a bit of penis pole? <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. So after that, so he, he hears the, the teacher's like, saying this, and, he, and he's kind of raging. The, the beginning of this movie, the post is a right white blanket. You have to like, where do I sign up? Give me a room in this island, I'm staying here. Especially she's dancing against the wall. Yeah. Right, and then, and then you know how in the scene where he's looking through the school, so he's, he's saying here, all you schoolgirls have a look at this picture and see if you recognise Rowan Morrison and they're all saying they don't. Well, I'll write her name up on the board. He rubs off half the lesson and just <laughs> writes Rowan Morrison. Then he turns around and they all say no and then he sees an empty desk and he says, whose desk is that? That's hers, that's hers. And they're all like, no, I don't know. So he goes over it and opens up and there's a beetle tied to a nail and a bit of string that's going in circles and one wee lassie says, we want to see if he'll run like round in the same direction and he'll kill himself. That lassie as well is like 40 years old. That's not a wee lassie, that's like a woman. I think it's definitely just times are different. And then, uh, and then this is when he figures out that Rowan Morrison actually does exist when he looks at the. Um, but we see the, the back of the blackboard. But he wiped obviously the class, the class lesson off, and put the name up. See if any kid had actually went. Oh well, now that you've wrote her name up, I do know who you're talking about. <laughs> Surely that kid would be fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> because if they've seen the photo and they say, oh, no, definitely not. Oh, just write her name. Oh, that changes everything, mate. Like, where did he think I was going to go for the? I have no fucking idea. Fucking police! I like it though when he does find that everyone's uh, name is in the in the, uh, the register. register. Despicable little liars! It's <laughs> <laughs> great. The main character was played by Edward Woodward. Uh-huh. And I thought it was really really good. At first, when I first watched it, I thought, "Oh, he's this dick," but as it went on, I really liked it. And then he's in Hot Fuzz. As uh, oh yeah 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 so yes that's right I kind of like that. Um, but he's also like what he's like a bigot or a xenophobe or something in this because he's, he's outside talking to the teacher in private and she's telling him I'm sat and explaining to him about the kind of paganism or whatever religion they kind of follow uh-huh. and he's like don't you know you believe this don't you know nothing of Christianity you're like it's like fucking not pal heal Satan what are you talking about um, just because in the 70s you couldn't heal Satan <laughs> <laughs> that was like the height or as heavy metal was coming about in folklore and like satanic cults just because they wore black like we would be healed as witches we would have been burnt Especially you. I'd be. I know. I'd probably be burnt. So again, this is this is following for this bigoted ide- ideology he's got. He goes. They've got like pledges or sacrifices to God, like on this wee pyre, and there's a woman breastfeeding, like out in, in this <laughs> thing. He goes up, throws them all off, breaks a stick in half, and makes a cross to put on it. I'm like, don't force your religion on this entire island. Is that then a commentary on exactly what Christians were like back then? <laughs> and well, for years. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I should say. I've got a cold and the reason I sound like Barry White is because of that. It's not because I've just decided to have a sexy podcast voice. <laughs> Which, if this actually works, I might just keep licking like, dirty tissues and try to keep this up. Lovely. Anyway, <laughs> back, back. I'm just going to keep slacking well, off your notes. So there's, uh, well then they go in next because of the pers- the kids got a sore throat and they have to put a frog in their mouth for 10 seconds. So have you tried that to get rid of your cold? No, but if you have a frog... I'll it actually, what, frog therapy is real. It's totally real. And there's other therapies as well. So if you get diarrhea, you put a snake up your butt. I, I'm no... I've not got diarrhea, so I would okay. try that one. But if you get me a frog, I will put, put it, it in my mouth. gub and I will try it. How wee must the frog be? It was relatively... Well, I don't know about... I don't know how wide I put my mouth to get... 
I can get five inches. Size of a frog. It's probably about like two two fingers, maybe. I don't two know. fingers. I don't have anything that's sitting about me that I could say is the same size of. Is it a tree frog? frog or is that a proper? Aye, not, like a, not like a toad. Oh, like, I couldn't get a toad, mum. No. <laughs> like a tree frog. No, well. I'll have to go home and try it. Right, so he goes in, right, the next part that I've written down here, he goes to the, I believe he goes to the library, to try and, or somewhere to try and find death certificates, mm-hmm. and the woman's like, I'm not giving you this until you get permission from Lord Somerville, and he says, well, you won't give me this, I'm the police, do you want to be arrested? <laughs> I will arrest you and you will spend the night in a cell. I'm like, you've only got a wee two-seater plane, pal, how you got to arrest the whole island? You're and, never getting them all back. And it's a lot of fucking effort. It's <laughs> a lot of get effort. get in the plane, take them away, and then the police are probably be like, what did they do? Oh, well, they wouldn't give me the death certificates <laughs> taken back to England <laughs> still being a prick <laughs> but it made sense over there <laughs> so he goes to a I'm not sure which shop this is but he goes to some shop figure out where she's buried or something some old man that owns a shop but there is a big lovely jar of foreskins in the shop <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember that <laughs> <Yeah. scene. laughs> yes. and then he goes to try and this is when he goes to meet Lord Summer and he walks past the, the girls at Stonehenge Singing there, uh, put the flame inside yeah. you. That's how you get up the duff. You know. Flame inside you, burn and burn below. Fire seed and fire feed and make the baby grow. Take the flame inside you, burn and burn below. Fire seed and fire feed and make the baby stay. Take the flame inside you, burn and burn below. how you do it apparently you jump over the flame in the nude and that gets you pregnant by Satan or by the, the fire god to um, become pregnant which I could probably believe well, I'm not, I haven't tried it so <laughs> I don't you know I, I, I couldn't say for certain that that wouldn't work I'm going to be shitting myself now any time we play like fire limbo I'm going to end up <laughs> getting knocked up uh, Lord Surreal played brilliantly by Christopher Lee Yeah, which kind of made me like like this movie ten times more than I probably would have yeah. just because I fucking love him mm-hmm. and he did it for free really? yep because he wanted to get away from the hammer rules before it like with Frankenstein's monster or Dracula yeah. he really wanted to become become a prolific, prolific actor he's, oh, he's always said this is one of his his best roles his big like the role he loved the most yeah. and because of all the troubles he just decided no I don't want paid for this which makes him a fucking legend mm-hmm I think Edward Rudder took like, a big check. <laughs> Fucking stingy bastards. Well, he is the main the main character. He's in uh, it for 90% of the movie. Well, 100% of the movie. It's such a classic that they should all have worked for free. So Lord Summerell tries to explain to him what's going on. And through this movie, he's still trying to find the lassie and he can't find her anywhere, but he, he knows that they, they give away enough that sh- that he knows something creepy's going on, like something's happening. So he decides that he has to try and find her. They try to get him to leave and then he decides... No, in this movie, he uh, his plane doesn't work, so he comes back. Then he's he manages to stay for the uh, May Day celebrations, mm-hmm. uh, at which he tries. He's I'm going around all the houses to find Rowan, and nobody's going to stop me. And some kids are, are strange, uh, pointing like a wee girl falls out the cupboard, and then something laughs and runs away. 
and uh, then eventually he finds one of the animal costumes to put on and join in the celebrations. <laughs> now it is pretty, it is quite creepy. Like this, in fact, this whole movie is creepy all the way through. There's a really creepy element of all the townsfolk, and then we get to the end and they put on their animal masks and they're all joining yeah. in this game. I'm like, this is. Uh, this I think is the, whole, the whole way through, it, you know something's up, but it does it well enough that you're then thinking, is he just being so fucking paranoid because he's so god fearing, or are these people really fucking messed up? Is there something really weird happening? And then when animal masks, you go, oh yeah, they're fucking scat yeah. shit crazy. <laughs> but so he, but he joins in, and he because he's wearing like I can't remember the name of the character's costume he's wearing, so they all think that it is him, or do they? Because I don't because you get to the end and they kind of as if they, so they've known they've, they've known all along. It. It's been I think so maybe they knew at the start. So the the saying uh, they call the, the part of this part of the festival is that they they all go in a line through five people's swords that they put into like a kind of pentagram and you put your head through it. And then uh-huh. get out. If you get out again, then it's great. If, and then there's a game of chance, apparently, that uh, you may get your head cut off. So somebody eventually comes to somebody. Uh, our main character puts his head through the spit through the swords, and then gets out again. It's like, oh, that's, thank God for that. And then somebody else puts their head through, it and it's just like, whoosh, head off. And everybody looks shocked that this has happened. And then it turns out that it's supposed to have been two wee lassies on each other's shoulders pretending to be an adult. And it's like they're like, ha 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 ha, nobody's dead, ha 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 ha. But everybody looks shocked as if the five people with the swords. I actually got to cut somebody's head off. The people watching are expect they do this every year. They're expecting somebody to get their head cut off. That whole scene didn't make sense to me. I think it's just a ritual. I don't think anyone's head ever gets cut off. It's just to show you that oh, we're all good because we're not getting our heads cut off. I don't think they actually would cut the heads off. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Would you be freaked out by that festival if you seen it? Or would you join in? Uh, well, the animal masks. Yeah. Probably join in just for a. For shits and giggles, see what's happening. Did you? I think so, but uh, I mean, he's ch- he's chasing after this wee girl, and he's feeling as if he's getting close to the end. So I don't know if I would just be a bit overly freaked out by the whole thing, or if I would join in. I mean, if I if I had nothing to do it, if I just like had a rowing boat for somewhere, and I ended up on that island, and then they were having this festival, I'd be like, can I join in? And they'd be like, aye. After we do this, we drink colours of homemade mead, and then we fuck each other. I'm like, fucking yeah, where's my mask? <laughs> Put the flame inside you, get yourself knocked up. I'd be like, well, this is great. I don't even need the mead, mate. <laughs> just let's get to the fucking. Uh, no, I don't know. If I was on an island and I got there by a little plane and then couldn't get back off, yeah, I'd probably just fucking join in and go for it. See the reveal when he chases round through and he, get, he feels like he gets her back and then she runs over to them and says, Did I do it right? Did I do it? And they're like, Yes, you did. And you realise that she's played you as well. The whole town's played you and you're the one that's the danger and not round. That would be a complete sink button yeah. moment. You would properly shite yourself. It would just be that moment you just think, oh, fuck. I should have fucked her at the start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's the whole point. He's the sacrifice because he's he's the king, because he's the law. He yep. He symbolises the king. He came of his own free will. They said so. He's a fool because he is. He's, he's fell for it all. He's the virgin because he didn't just bang the lassie that looks like one of the girls for Abba through the wall at the start. And there's a fourth reason that I can't really remember. God damn. Okay, that's why obviously yeah. he's in sacrifice at the end. But that that reveal when you see the big, tall wicker man statue, and it's just him like, oh God, God no, Jesus. Yeah. That is brilliant. The and the scene at the end of it says right, so he's like totally believing in God when he's I, I think he's he's probably in the wicker man statue by this point, and he's shouting out like, oh God, save me, and doing seeing scriptures. And Christopher Lee says, um, like all your religion is good for you, and you'll sit amongst the the saints. 
I'd be like, no, this is shite, by the way, there is no God, and uh, get me <laughs> this fucking basket, I don't like it, you know? I, I think the movie would have been a bit different if he was just in the Wicker Man going, no, I don't like this. <laughs> what if, he ch- if he changed his mind, he's like, heathens, God will smite all of you. And they're like, no, I've set me fire. Oh, wait a minute, hey, I've changed my mind. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we jumped through there. Love the sun god, just take your dick fucking white. You'd be like, no, 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 no. Look, look how I'm pure him. Do you know what? I wonder if that would have changed it. If he just sat inside the Wicker Man, ripping the heat off it, and just... Jizzing, jizzing out just on the animals grabbing one of the chickens that's in the arms <laughs> in the arms of the wicked man and just getting just fuck it <laughs> uh, we jumped a wee bit if you've not seen it it's the the apples are what kind of give the village or the island it's income because they, uh, they, they sell the apples and they've had a bit of a drought an apple drought uh, which is possible in yeah, the a north of Scotland yeah. <laughs> I know, I know that's, that's the most ridiculous the whole Aye. movie that you're growing fruit in the north of Scotland and then they think that they need to sacrifice this virgin, this fool, and they do it to hopefully bring back the apples. Do you think the apples came back? That is a question. It? I don't know if I uh, had put that down or not. I don't know if um, that would have worked. No, in fact, I know it wouldn't have worked because it's nonsense, but I don't <laughs> know if in the in the universe of this movie if it worked or not. Maybe the wicker tree will tell you. See, I don't know because have you seen the adverts for like, Magnus and Boomers mm-hmm. and it's like, I can't remember what it is the guys that are catching apples are like cricket players yeah. where they're jumping and catching apples before it hits the ground I think that's probably a nicer way to go about harvesting apples than burning Christian white well men. see no, that's the thing though because they, their apples grew on the trees so they had apples so they didn't need to sacrifice anybody it's because they had a year where no apples because grew and that's why you think, well, fuck, that's why our sun gods are, or fire gods are angry that we didn't We'll kill this so guy and you make our apples grow. Well, the Magnus advert would be totally fucking different if they ran out of apples well, then. Perhaps, you know, Magnus may have um, changed the reality in the fact that they have made a deal with, with, with Satan that they sacrifice one Irishman a year to get apples to grow. And then they make us delicious ciders that we drink on warm no, summer's days. See, I could believe that they've made some pact, like a proper hell pact, because I don't like Magnus. I love cider, but Magnus is too sweet. Oh, I like Magnus. I like one Magnus on a really sunny day. I'd prefer, I think Strombo is better. I like to think that Strombo having made a pact with the devil. They're just nice guys making nice cider. I like to think that Magnus is the evil, faceless... They used to have Johnny Vaughan in the advert. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, he went bald. Maybe because he's some sort of pagan ritual. <laughs> so it's all tying in. It's all making sense. <laughs> is it? Because I'm no. fucking confused. <laughs> So what did you give it? I gave it uh, 8 garden orgies out of 10. Uh, it's not as creepy as I remember it, but it's still Way good. to make us listen to it <laughs> by rating it in fucking garden orgies. I would give it, yeah, I'd give it an 8. Just because it's a classic. Yeah. I wouldn't put it in my top 20 favourite films, but it doesn't mean that I don't notice it's a fucking brilliant film. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I agree. That. Are you ready to go on to... Which could possibly be the best film of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Nicolas Cage and the Wicker Man remake. Now, I started watching this trying to see if... You know how you get a remake? I just think it's just an up-to-date version of the same story. And I was thinking, is this going to be like a remake? Uh-huh. Like, scene we'll for scene that. or story for story? And then, uh, so I knew nothing about it. Started watching it and they changed the beginning, the, the lead-up. And I was like, right, okay, so... I was kind of waiting for the American cop to go to a Scottish island somewhere. Uh-huh. But then quickly realised that no, it's just fully American. It's like one hundred percent American. There's no Scottish. Just right up your street. No, yeah, yeah, it is, it is. But by doing that, I think you already lose some of the kind of instant unknown mythology. 
Yeah, because America's like fucking a hundred years old. They don't have pagan fucking druids in religions. Yes. Do you know what I, I hated from the very start? What? The papyrus font. As a graphic designer, there's <laughs> a font called papyrus and loads of folk use it and like fucking delis. Is that stuff. like from the shop from papyrus? Is it the same font as that? I know what it looks like. It I could think. be. It's like, it's yeah. could be things looked out it. The original movie used it, just fair enough in the 70s. Now there's actually websites dedicated to people overusing the papyrus font. So as soon as I seen it, I wrote, no, no, just fucking no, papyrus font. <laughs> so the movie went downhill from here. Yeah, say no, no, no for the fucking papyrus shop as well, because it's just a bunch of overpriced sh- shite. Shite. You <laughs> didn't come and buy papyrus, on it. What's uh, papyrus? Is that paper? Aye. Uh, I was not expecting that lorry crash at the start. I don't know if I've skipped it over your No, notes. no, but that was, I was there as well. It was like, because obviously the lorry crashes into the car that's, because uh, the girl has dropped her doll and then she throws it out. Let's see if she threw it at the same time. I'd be like, fuck your doll hen. Yeah. Fucking wee cow. Aye, I'm off. Just t- I don't understand why that scene was there. I, I, so, I, if you've not seen the remake, you need to, because <laughs> it, just for comedy reasons, it's dreadful, but also laugh-out-loud hilarious. And it's essentially the same guy gets a letter, there's a girl missing, goes to this wee secluded island in Washington, which wouldn't actually exist, because it's fucking Washington and not the north of Scotland. And it's just loads of women and there's something creepy going on. And it's the same idea. They've got a, a policeman to come to the island to investigate. They have, but they've changed the setup. And the original is just like the, the, it's just the police that's going to, to investigate. And this one, he's supposed to have some ties to the girl who's wrote the letter. I said, is it is it is fiance? Yeah. She ran away from him. Yeah. Um. So, but that the car crash scene. I don't understand why it's there. It's made to give you like a wee backstory, like, oh, this is why he's not working with the police. This is why he needs time off. He had this traumatising thing. Yeah. That the crash happened. Could have saved the wee girls. Or the wee girl and the woman. The wee girl and the woman's body disappeared, which is just covered Aye, because, in one sentence. Because the wee girl's supposed to be the one he's looking for. Is it? I don't know. Because only, the only real similarity is the blonde hair. There's I really thought because the picture the, the picture he hands about he's given to show everybody that's the picture that looks like no, we girl uh, it's a different girl is it really it was like one of the worst character development things it was like oh here's this traumatising thing that happened but let's it doesn't matter the body's disappeared how how uh, that scene just it doesn't make fucking sense yeah. at all even for a Nicolas Cage movie it makes zero sense like to like when I asked when I watched the movie to try and figure it out I tried to because I didn't I didn't to be honest I didn't pay one hundred percent attention to this movie because really you can't you just you, it doesn't it makes you stupider yeah <laughs> the more you so actually pay attention what I thought was I thought that that was like a woman trying to steal the wee girl from the colony and the truck was in it as well to smash them to to stop them from escaping that's what I thought that would make no, more sense no, it's nothing to do with it's nothing to do with that it's just what I've also wrote the letter that he gets to go um, oh no sorry it's before this if that car explosion blew him that far back when he was leaning against the back window he would be in some nick he would have third degree burns he would be in the hospital I'm watching Coronation Street and Anna gets some fire on her shins and she's been in the hospital for nearly three weeks Nicholas Cage is just sitting in his grey jumper with a policeman badger in the front of his jumper just sitting I'm having some time off work I think that we have in all Nicholas Cage movies realised that logic of it <laughs> there is none <laughs> And also, after the crash thing, which generally has nothing to do with anything, why was the little girl still alive in the back of it after that explosion? And why was she such a pain in the ass? She just sitting looking at him like... She, she, deserved, did, she deserved to die. Of course she did. 100% deserved, deserved to die. Yeah. The letter comes in and his ex-fiancé has the writing... Are you, are you going to say the same thing as I've wrote? What have you wrote? What have you wrote? 
I've wrote that she has the writing of a 1930s old lady. I've got that writing did not come from a fucking person. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way anybody wrote that neat in that old fashioned. Oh, it's so neat. And then they go to Summer, Summer's Isle, which is fucking wrong because in the original it's Summer Isle. And I googled it and I was like, that's fucking, is that the corner rubbish spot? It's so dry. The look at your face there is if somebody just spat down the back of your throat. Oh man, it's so dry. Market Street and Morrison's looks so good, but that's mega dry. Anyway. So then they go to Summer's Isle. I was like, it's not, it's meant to be Summer Isle. Googled it. Yeah, like the director, that piece of shit, Neil LaBute. Because he's a piece of shit because he fucking remade this and it didn't need to be remade. Uh, They'd changed the title to Summer's Isle so it was easier for Americans to say. (sighs) I know quite a few Americans. I know they're intelligent. I know they're not stupid enough that they have to put an S in the middle of a word just to make it easy to understand. Despite what's just happened politically, okay, there are maybe some stupid Americans, but I just thought there was no need to make that change. Yeah, because they can still say, it's still saying aisle, which would be the hard word. But they're saying summer's, summer's aisle, rather than summer aisle. Yeah. It's just it's just daft. Do you know why I hate in movies? They do quite a lot. And it's a trope. Is it putting Nicholas Cage in it? Yeah. You know how when he when the guy won't take him, won't fly him to the the place. <laughs> yes. So he so he buys his way on the plane by naming two presents. I don't know how much money that is. I never know. It's a, I googled it. It's a hundred fifty dollars. Hundred fifty. So so what? It was two I'm notes. Because he said. Google it. Said two hundred. Uh, hundred fifty. Because he what did he say? He said um, I've got I've got uh, Mr. Grant and his twin brother Ulysses. So it's a Ulysses S. Grant. It's the same guy. No. Or did I miss that? Aye, so it would be, unless you get a twenty-five dollar bill, do you? No, you get fifty dollar bills. I thought it was. I thought it was a hundred bucks you gave him. Well, Google says one hundred and fifty. But anyway, the guy had morals. He wasn't going to fly him. He was like, no, the guy's in Summer's Isle. I'm just going to call it Summer Isle. I because, should Summer Isle. Uh, they they're like a, our biggest customer. I can't do anything to upset them. Oh, here's a hundred and fifty dollars. All right, then get in. Right. It's so you're your biggest customer. Yeah. You're making more for them than 150 dollars. That's not a lot of money. Yeah. No. What? What? Where? Why did your morals just go out the window? Just because Nicholas Cage comes up and goes, "Oh, I need you to fly me there." Aye. If I was going to like lose my job, you'd need to pay me like two years' wages at least, and then I can get a new job before that money runs out. Exactly. Well, I'm just fucking off. 150 dollars. Cool. So the plane would have used more money in fuel. Yeah. So he lands at somewhere else, and he's met with a bunch of women. Yep. And they really rush that first scene because in the original he talks to the guys at the the harbour like for a while and it's really weird and creepy and they're all seem to be like in their own wee joke, but when he meets like the women, they really rush through that scene yeah, like the original... I'm looking for Rowan, you don't know her. Oh wait, you do know her mum. Oh, that's cool. That's us here now. Aye, the original as you say kind of does better building like an unsettling feel, where it just kind of creeps in. Whereas this, yeah, I get that. Why didn't he look in that sack? Oh no, it was in that sack. Yeah, right. <laughs> so there's a sack. There's blood dripping from the sack and something writhing about the shape and weight of a human body. I thought it was a pig. But he's like, oh, let me see in that sack. What's in the sack? That's what he talks in it. <laughs> That's exactly what he talks. Sorry, and they, they tell him to do it. So it's closer. And he and shits himself. Then they go, Wah. he shits himself and he walks away. <laughs> he still no looked in the fucking bleeding sack. Curiosity it would definitely get me. You, you don't, especially if they try to scare you to stop you looking. Like, right, what is in it? Oh, put the sack down and open it. They try to replicate some of these scenes identically, but they just don't work. 
about seventy percent of dialogues actually lifted straight from the yeah, but this but the the whole se- the scenes don't work because they've changed the, they've changed the surrounding story they've changed what it's set which takes it away they've changed the reasons why they're doing it they've changed they've changed the focus because it seems to be that they've made this a feminist version rather than a religious version because it's all it's all women at the front which is fine oh no I'd say it's the I'd say it's the anti the most anti feminist movie ever. Oh, it might be anti-feminist, but it's almost as if they tried to be like all. It's just all women. It's in, like in power on this on this island. I think he tried to pass it off as that the women were in power, and then the man figure Nicholas Cage was being made kind of demasculated. Is that a word? Emasculated. Um, but I think it's so misogynistic. It's Nicholas Cage just running about punching and kicking. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> That's the best kind of movie. It's later on, see when he punches that woman, the did cry kicks out of the wall. Oh my god, it's brilliant. A fucking complete drop kick. <laughs> it is Nicholas Cage just running about beating women. It, so and it makes and it makes women look fucking evil because every woman in the movies in it. That's pretty true, though, isn't it? <laughs> That's just every woman in life. Uh, every woman in life. You're only saying that now because Lon just brought you in food. And I know, but straight poison with a dry pagoda. <laughs> uh, I, just, I, I thought it was so misogynistic and so... Whereas the 70s one should be like that. Because back in the 70s, it was okay to show people hitting women and all, all the fucking terrible shit that like, they got away with. Now, they should really... Yeah, but do, I mean, the, the, the fight, the women fight scene, do you don't think it was pushed to the point they got there? Because they were really winding them up, man. They were really pushing his buttons. I know, but come on. <laughs> It was just, it, I think it's a very, aye, a very anti-feminist movie. I recognise the teacher when he walks in and again the little girls are saying, oh, phallic symbol, phallic symbol, mm-hmm. which they sound quite sexy about kids just repeating the words phallic symbol. Mm-hmm. Maybe jacked it one or two times to that scene. And then I recognise that teacher, but I don't know what else she's in. There was a couple of people I recognised. So one of the girls that he punches fuck out, he, he, uh, she was in the first Final Destination, am I right? Was or that, she was in some movies that I've definitely seen was before. Was that the one that tried to go off the island? Maybe I Like, come up to him and went, oh, please take me with you. And at the end, it was like still like, cheering them to get burnt. Yeah, possibly. But again, why put that scene in where you want to go off the island if you're in it anyway? Yeah. A lot of these scenes don't fucking make sense. But the teacher, I'll Google it just now, so go on your notes and I'll try to find out who she is. Um, we're, so we're at this part when um, he's in the he's in the uh, the the bar and he takes the drink he, he drinks the mead and he's like oh it's, it's good whatever then he repeats the exact same scene again where he bangs on the table and says that I'm here for serious business and then he kills a bee with his uh, with his cup and he and she's like why would you do that he's like I'm allergic thinking if you're that like this is a, this is an island that, that makes honey there's honey bees that's what that's what their their thing is if you're allergic to bees you're fucked but the honey bee thing doesn't come into it till way too late in the movie like as far as scripts goes it's <laughs> that's not like a major plot point until near the end yeah uh, <laughs> and also what I wrote here is uh, there's no sex in this movie I've brackets I've only just realised this <laughs> this is probably about halfway through I'm like <laughs> I've got the lube I've been setting my pants off for like, 40 yeah, minutes that's why, that's why I'm not interested in this one <laughs> uh, the, the woman by the way was in Deadwood did you ever watch Deadwood? the girl I'm thinking of no the, te- the teacher then no I didn't watch it oh well she was in that that's where I know from anyway yeah the wasp bit was weird Look, when she starts getting really upset they just killed the wasp mm. but you think oh there must be something going on here with the wasps such fucking stupid now I've written something down here but I don't know where it's from so maybe you can um, maybe you can help me I doubt it but I'll try it's uh, quotes mm. and I believe it's Nicholas Cage that says it <laughs> so it goes um, how do you get burned 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 do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> He's found the burnt doll 
and a little girl and he's his ex fiancee is there and he's like showing it and for some reason shouts it four times in her face and gets louder and louder. His acting is god awful. <laughs> it is the most over acting. And do you know what? I've always thought people give Nicolas Cage a lot of stick and I, I don't really understand why. Some mo- a lot of his movies are actually good. His acting might not be but this I, I can't take him seriously. That that was just pish. Imagine a woman who's apparently lost her daughter and you found her teddy and you're just screaming at her how did it get burned? How did it get burned? How did it get burned? Because somebody set it on fire for fuck's sake. How else do things get burned? <laughs> no, calm down, man. Fucking hell, use your head, Nick. Is that, take your stupid mask. Yeah, yeah. Throws it back at her. And then I've written here that I'd have shot her. I'd have shot them. I'd have shot them all. Creepy was fucking that, weirdos. Is that when he stops? It's the woman he stops in the bike, the teacher. Aye. Where he goes, I'll shoot you. Get off the bike and he steals the bike. Again, Womanising bastards. <laughs> He's just drop kicked a woman through a wall. That's it. That's, that's coming up next because my next note is there. You're just punching all the buttons. <laughs> so, sorry, I'll get it backwards. See, so he was the bike at gunpoint. Goes back to the barn and just punches. Drop kicks a woman through the wall. <laughs> then, are you at the bit where they, they start dressing up as animals yet? Uh, it must be because there was masks in, but um, yeah, I think I don't really have any uh, notes now until the last scene. So. Right. so he puts on the bear costume. And he comes running out the woods and he's running along there and he lifts his head and he's like, Oh yeah, it's me. And like, right, we notice you, Nicholas Cage, you've just revealed your fucking face around with the bear and then they get to where the big penultimate scene happens and the little girl's standing there and there's one of the women and he, he runs over in the bear costume, she's like, Oh, what's my sister? And he just fucking grabs her. <laughs> so sweet, does he? He just I? takes her out of the game with one punch and then tries to free the girl. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> Nicholas Cage in a bear suit just dropped a lassie. I mean, this has went from meant to be a horror to being genuinely a funny, funny comedy. It's fucking hilarious. See, they told me it's a comedy and buy it on DVD. There's laugh out loud moments where I could actually go back and watch it just for that scene. He, he just absolutely jaws on. It's so good. So he, he he releases the little girl and then she, same as in the original, she gets back to the, the, the group, the, the gang, the clan or whatever they are. But it works better in the original when he hears uh, Rowan ask if she did good. In this one it just doesn't fly. I don't know if she, she doesn't say it in the same way or it doesn't, the, the impact that you realise that Rowan's in it with everybody else. It's like, this does not work. I think, to be honest, at that point, yeah, I'm not taking the movie seriously no. at all. I don't really care. What happens? I don't understand why they Americanized it. It doesn't make sense. <coughs> in the north of Scotland, that old fucking pagan ritual could conceivably happen. In America, it's not going to happen. It's just no, I don't. Sense. I don't believe. Whereas, like the movie The Witch, but that was back in the seventeen hundreds. This isn't supposed to be two thousand six. It's supposed to be actually happening. Uh, even it's... even in the seventy, even now, you could maybe see the Wicked Man again in like a remote bit in North Scotland, maybe. Uh, but yeah, it just it doesn't work at all. Uh, so they all start to move in towards him, saying that like like they're giving him the same spiel about how he's the one that's that they've been looking, they've been after since the start. It's not being Rowan that's sucking the chop block. It's him, and he's got a gun pointed at him. I was like, shoot them, shoot at least fucking four of them. I played Resident Evil before. He's got at least fifteen bullets in that gun. I was like, just shoot them, <laughs> shoot them all in the long boobies, man, and just get fucking over done me. <laughs> and then bullets. they stole his bullets. And as you do, when you steal bullets. You keep a hold of them. You keep a hold of them to show for to a dramatic show, effect, of course. And I thought, so I thought, is the is this symbolism? Is the are the bullets his sperm? Because now the women have taken the power. Oh no! I think the the obvious. Oh sorry, it may be subtle if you don't have eyes and you're fucking mentally incapable of <laughs> registering thought. That 
it's a hive. The women are the bees, the queen bees. The men are the drones. They keep referring to men as drones. They're all like eunuchs. The men are just there to kind of assist the women. Uh. When it zooms out and he's running through the field, there's like all the kind of whatever shapes. Like the honeycomb. A hive. Yeah. Honeycomb shapes like a hive. And then just like the very end, kill the drone, kill the drone. It's so in your face you're meant to think, oh, this is very clever. This is like a hive. Yeah, of course. You might as well just put the very start. By the way, the island's a hive. <laughs> so we don't need to keep making it so fucking obvious for all you idiots. I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so... I just I don't buy them. I don't buy these people's belief in this cult at all. The the, pe- the ones in the Scottish island I did, but in in the uh, in the American island it didn't. So you're getting to one of the, the best scenes in the movie, surely now when they when they get. Wait, no, no, yeah. <laughs> Lady Summer, Summer's yeah. Do you know who that is? I recognise his face is quite a lot of them, but I don't know. She's the she mother of Reagan and the Exorcist. Oh yeah. So I'll, she's actually uh, obviously a prolific. Yeah. Classic horror lady. Why she's done her face up with Mel Gibson and Braveheart <laughs> at the end? Oh yeah, yeah, it's true, right, isn't it? Is that a nod to be like, oh, by the way, let's bring a wee bit of Scotland back into this? It probably and very well could be. But I was thinking because I didn't. That's the only thing I didn't understand about the original was um, why Lord Summer L would done himself up like a like chop top for fucking Jake takes his mask too. He's black wig and he's he's white face. But, but at that point, you're just you're, you're feeling uneasy in the original. You're that, like, no, you totally oh, buy it. Though. That's the thing. You totally Whereas, go with it. But in this one, you're this, just like you're going. I don't know. She's Mel Gibson now. Huh? Fucking movie just gets stupider and stupider. Very stupid. And then I'll let you go into the best scene in this film, <laughs> and I hope it's agreeing with my best. No, I've not. I've not written down quotes, so I really hope I get the I get the line right. But they they put him down on his knees, and they come with this big kind of kind of cage helmet thing they put over his head with a funnel on the top. And he's like, what, what? And then they pour something in. Not the bees! Not the bees! <laughs> They're in my eyes! They're in my eyes! Well, they must be getting your fucking wrist pal. <laughs> They're in my <laughs> And then that's him. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Oh, they're in my eyes! My eyes! Ah! Is if, is he, like, mate, if, he was, if he was actually allergic to bees he would be dead there's no never minds about this he's already been hidden to get an electric reaction twice and they only used his EpiPen once I don't know what the fuck they've done the first time it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> and then they take the helmet off and he's got a couple of, oh he's got nothing yeah. and if you actually look at the bees the bees aren't on his face the bees are terrible CGI they're so poorly CGI they're like an inch off his face and then they take it off and he's just got a couple of wee bumps. I think one of the actresses as well like reacts as if the bee's supposed to fly past her but they didn't CGI one in so she's just <laughs> like... <laughs> I had the quote, you bitches, you bitches, <laughs> killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey. <laughs> and I was like, that's fucking ridiculous. This movie should just be a comedy and then you don't feel bad for laughing. They then break his knees for the original. Yeah, I know. For whatever fucking shit. So, I mean, because I guess people looked at the original and just thought, no, you could kick that wicker basket open out the back and run away. So, so break his knees. So, uh, so break his legs and he's not going anywhere. They do it and then they try and move him and he goes, don't move me! <laughs> That's what they're going to say. <laughs> I know. They've just cracked your knees a sledgehammer. You asking them not to move you, they're going to go, oh, we better fucking I listen better to him. I know, right? They then grab him by the legs like tie him to a rope and bring him up inside this huge wicker statue by the legs his knees are broke, his legs are built fucking jelly. He then gets in the cage and then they set that on fire and he's just shouting, no, no, over and over because obviously Nicolas Cage couldn't remember more than that yeah. word. But if you actually look in the thing, 
he's up in his knees. Yeah. He's up in his knees screaming out. He's just had both his knees shattered. Yeah. That would hurt like fuck. He'd just be lying there like a dead I fish. I guess though, in Nicolas Cage's defence, if you're about to die, then you could you would do everything to get up on your knees to scream at the I'm sorry, you if you're not getting knees, you won't get up on them. <laughs> You'd be surprised what you could do when you're about now, to die. Have you ever watched like like cage fighting or any, any sports where the guys get a broke leg? I mean, they're, not to, they're, they're not going to die though. Like if, somebody's, if somebody's just kicked my leg and I've broke it and I've got to stand on it in my head I'm dying <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, but you're not actually dying though there's a big difference between thinking you're going to die and then actually going well, to die he should be dead anyway if he's allergic to fucking bees no he did oh aye one was it's fucking ridiculous I preferred the sex island <laughs> did you aye well I'd give this a 10 <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'd get I'd give it for com- comic reasons I'd give it a strong eight I think as a for real I think as a comedy it's fucking hilarious I've gave it a uh, three fully clothed people out of ten but as a horror as a movie uh, as a movie as a movie as a the movie it's meant to be a horror thriller I'd give it a one and I've, that's just because I'm being nice as a an enjoyable romp that's hilarious alright seven. I, I just I, I give it a low score but I still like Nicolas Cage and I've r- tried to write the wee um, confused emoji next to it like not the bees <laughs> not the bees <laughs> oh it's so bad Robin Hardy Christopher Lee all of them had nothing to do like they deliberately went we want nothing to do with this just after they seen the script they no, just Robin Hardy get a, he was getting a writing credit and he was like take my name off it he goes I didn't get a writing credit for the original because I didn't write it I don't want anything to do with this Festival Lee that they don't actually call it a remake they just act as if it's a different film and even Nicolas Cage came out years later and went ah oh, yeah it was a bit absurd wasn't it <laughs> like why do you just does Nicolas do... Cage take responsibility for any of his films have you seen that video uh, it's like Nicolas Cage's agent talking to him Bobby sent me we maybe put the link up by the episode uh, and it's like they're going right Nick you've done a lot of shit movies recently we need to actually start reading the scripts so <laughs> this one and it's like this one's about a uh, a German officer who like he just starts fighting all the Jews and then he's like I love it let's do it and it cuts to the scene and it's like post in the background it's called Schindler's Fist <laughs> <laughs> it's Nicholas Cage and then basically it's like oh Nicholas this one's about an ass that's lost in space and it's called Space Asses I love it let's do it and then it's the poster behind him Space Ass 2 it's Nicholas Cage's face and an ass and it's fucking hilarious and I genuinely think that's what really happens he doesn't read scripts and just goes for it which maybe is commendable. He had quite a healthy career as maybe a decent actor, but instead he's just been in the f- stupidest of shit films. And it, oh, it, this movie's... <laughs> I, I, there's nothing else I'm going to say about Nicolas Cage. Put the bunny back. That's rubbish. Doesn't matter. Let's move on. Put the bunny back in the box. My accent was terrible. But Conair was a brilliant movie. I like going to 60 Just John Malkovich though. He's kind of a bad movie with John Malkovich, isn't it? True. I don't identify with any characters he plays because... But he's in Arizona? He was actually quite good in that. But again, if he just kept doing movies like that at the yeah. start and then thinking about movies he's doing, he'd be good. He's just done nonsense. We've, to um, the point that no matter, even if I love the movie, I'm like, it's Nicolas Cage, it's fucking We shit. had a suggestion for one of your, one of your listeners uh, to do Vampire's Kiss and that is the Nicolas Cage movie with the, the memory looks like he's going last. And, and I cannot wait. I've never seen it before, but it mu- I can only imagine that it is absolutely fucking ridiculous. So right. that that will be coming up soon. That's definitely an episode. I'm up for doing that now, especially because I've slated Nicholas Cage. Just every now, at least every ten episodes, there should be one in it. It's just a Nicholas Cage episode. That we just we do just... Nicholas and just talk about how ridiculous it is. Not the bees. <laughs> not the bees. So if you've not seen either of them, 
There's no point now. Cause, in fact, that's another point. Why would we make a film that's known worldwide for its twist ending? Why, why do it? The, the whole point of the movie is the big twist ending. So to yeah, remake it, everybody knows what's going to happen. Yeah. You're just fucking... It's a waste of time. Yeah. Apart from the Not The Bees quote. Uh, so if you've not seen them, obviously go see it, watch the original. It is a classic. It is it's been tagged as the Citizen Kane of horror. The Nicolas Cage version should be tagged as just shit. <laughs> I think he got like thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's too much. Far too much. So what else have you been up to school? Well, I have uh, recently just seen a trailer for a, a new Scottish independent horror movie called Bridal Fever. Ooh. And um, I'll, we'll see about putting a link up. We'll probably do a kind of, kind of post review of the trailer. It's uh, it looks as if it's going to be pretty good. We were talking to the director, and um, she sent us some information about the the movie. Uh, I won't spoil it for you just now, but the story seems very very interesting. Uh, but it's it's a it's a gritty suspenseful uh, horror film, and it's going to be it's uh, the girl's got a, a background in practical effects, so Sweet. it should have some really good torture scenes in it. Apparently, that's uh, even made the crew difficult to watch. Does it have Nicolas Cage in it? Well, I think they tried to get Nicolas Cage. No, but honestly, the trailer does look good. It looks creepy. It looks the locations look as if it's like old abandoned kind of mental hospitals. But the all shot in Glasgow. Uh, I don't know if it's shot in Glasgow, but certainly local to Scotland, central Scotland. I mean, it seems interesting so I'll post a link to this trailer up and we'll do a kind of wee review about it where hopefully we'll get to do a review of the whole movie when it's ready to be released and um, no doubt at some point Nicolas Cage will remake this in America yep. pretending to be Scotland and there'll be loads of bees and it'll be shit <laughs> but um, other than that I have been watching La Show right I've just been fully Scottish because uh, the Scottish Wicker Man was ruined by Nicolas Cage I just thought I'd watch tons of Scottish stuff as I could find watch La Show. It hits and misses. It's always hit or miss. Aye. Uh, I love the Falconhoof one. The Falconhoof story was like, Welcome adventurer, where do you want to go? You can go north or south or west. Go east. You, you cannot go east. And this goes on for ages. Go north, it's a dead end. Back when she came, and it just goes on for ages, and he's like, I'm going to go west, traveller. You coming with me? That's the only way you can go. No, no, I don't go. I didn't tell you to go west. Climb the walls. No, you can't climb the walls. Climb the walls and have a look and see where you are. I'm going to go west. I, that's when I'm going. Nah, you're going nowhere because you're showing shite. <laughs> and then hangs up the phone. I thought, oh, bright. Falconhoof's the only one I think is hilarious. Falconhoof and Didi. Ah, uh, Didi's quite good as well. There's a lot of AI great <coughs> ones. Anything else? Uh, I watched the battery. Did you think it? Uh, really good. I want to write a review about it because if any of you guys listen have never seen or heard of the battery, it's a very, very different take on a zombie apocalypse movie. There's very little in the way of zombies and. Like crack killing zombies because because the the effects on the zombies are pretty weak in terms of if you watch I know you hate it and I always talk about it but if you watch The Walking Dead the practical effects and the special effects on the zombies <laughs> are good and it's yeah. that they I mean that's that look really horrible in this movie it's like crappy red paint and like crappy Halloween decorations mm-hmm. to make them look the zombies but there's hardly any zombies in it it's about the two guys survival and the end of the world and that is a really good refreshing take on it that I really really like. So you're going to do a review? I'm going to try and write one. Yeah, I'm hopefully I'll get some words cool. together for that. I can get it back in my shell sink because yeah. I've got a space at B. <laughs> fucking raging about it for ages. Should not be in T because of that? Or do you just no, I've it? changed no. it. I right. used to have it that way and people kept laughing at me so I've changed <laughs> it to the B. Although I went to put the burbs. I watched the burbs again the other day there and it's like the apostrophe burbs and on my thing that I scanned my DVDs in it was like, oh, you put it at the very start. I was like, no. If I'm going to look for the burps, I'm going to look at B, I'm not going to look for an apostrophe. Possibly burps. So I kind of spent about half an hour to deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. In case I wanted, I then put it in B. 
kind of happy with that choice. Maybe it'll change when I go home later. But the bubs is brilliant. I forgot how good that was. Aye, I quite enjoy it. Fucking love Tom Hanks. I love Corey Feldman. Oh, this was kind of the break. This was his breakdown. Because seeing the, if you watch the exorcism, this version, yeah. the bubs, he just keeps telling me, he's like, oh, that line, I, I wrote that line, and that's what's remembered from it, so that's what's good. And in that other line, I didn't write that, but they cut out like 20 minutes of me, and he said, Joe Dante said, it's okay, you'll get this line, it's good. And I've done that line, and everyone remembers that as well, so I've got like the best lines in the movie. And you're like, Is he sitting in a room with Tom Hanks? He's sitting there, no, he's sitting in a room himself ah. with the Lost Boys 3 poster, a, a Stand By Me poster, and something else. He basically always own posters. And he's <laughs> like, I'm the best in it. I, uh, and anyway, you're like, Oh, you are, you have broken. Oh, he's definitely you're a broken is, man. It is a shame. I just wish he could have stayed like 12 forever. Because he was six. Okay, well, that's, that's when they all shagged him, wasn't it? So. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Uh, that's everything I've watched this week. I went to see the the wrestling on Monday. Wrestling. Some live wrestling. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I got quite drunk. Sitting next to Hunter Wayne's screaming abuse at wrestles. It's fucking brilliant. Uh, there's a thing you can get. It was be quickly where in the wrestling there's a ladder match. If you climb up the ladder, you get a briefcase. It's called the Money in the Bank briefcase. If you win it, then you've got like a title shot at any point in that year. So so, so can, you can do this. No, no, the actual wrestlers. Oh, the actual wrestlers. Some, somebody could have it, and after like a grueling title match, they can run in at the end of it, cash it in, and beat the champion because he's so weak, and they win the title. Well, they actually sell these briefcases, like replica briefcases, for like 70 quid. See the amount of fully grown men walking about, holding the cases that they just bought? I was like, right, this is fucking weird. I was actually waiting because it's Glasgow, on some cunt at the end of the show, just leaping over the turnstile or the fucking bit of the side running in and trying to cash in the money in the bank that they just bought 70 quid and they're buying these briefcases what's in them? Nothing. a gold briefcase it says money in the bank there's nothing in it it's a real briefcase you can't use it for work because it says money in the bank <laughs> and nobody uses briefcases for work it's fucking mind blowing I love wrestling but that's that shit's too you, you draw the line of title belts oh I would, I would have a title belt in a heartbeat <laughs> oh. I actually see if they went like £300 I'd have everyone in them. Just because I don't, I don't do other sports, I don't have any, have any other trophies. I need a trophy. But even you, if it is but a you don't, you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have earned the, the, the wrestling belt either, just I buy fake it. trophies. Anytime he's come in, I've fucking clotheslines. It's too violent for me. It's not violent enough, to be honest. It's fake violence. Exactly. Like, no, it's like watching it's like fake violence, taking part in real life, like when, when if, like I never ever done backlash wrestling, people got hurt doing that, you know, you watch these stupid videos of people like landing on their heads and that, you're like, you're just mental, go and get steaming and get a bird like everybody else. My brother and my sister and that found family videos all night there, I watch it and there's one, it's a full wrestling match, Amy and my wee brother, where we used to actually put up like kitchen chairs at the corner of a mattress, like, on the floor, and then put skipping ropes around it and there were the ropes, and I would just powerball and just absolutely rattle about <laughs> and we made a steel chair out of tin foil and cardboard and made tomato sauce for the blood <laughs> and it's fucking tremendous like I should have went into wrestling because see the execution of my power bombs oh, <laughs> outstanding I don't even know what you're talking about it's but it sounds like I like the effort you put in it oh it was a lot of effort yeah. they made their own music and there was commentary my wee sister and my wee cousin were doing commentary <laughs> this was like a Friday night <laughs> sounds like, like fucking like, three years ago <laughs> <laughs> so we received an email from uh, to the Scott and Liam versus Evil at hotmail.com. It's quite interesting, so I'm going to uh, read it to you just now. Apparently, I'm going to try a French accent. I, might, I don't know if the French accent will work because this person is French. Right. Or claims to be. 
Stuart and Nicholas Cage accent. Oh, please, please allow. Uh, please, I can't do French. <laughs> please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Mrs. Della Johnson from France. I'm 63 years old woman. I was married to the late Mr. Johnson, who is my husband. As well as one of the best contractors here in France, as well as an experienced contractor in Côte d'Ivoire, he was killed by the unknown people in Côte d'Ivoire. My late husband and I were married without a child for many years after his death. I decided not to remarry or get a child outside my matrimonial home. As I speak to you, I was diagnosed with congested heart failure, of which the doctors have confirmed and told me that I will not live long. After my husband died last year, I realised that he deposited a huge sum of money from one of the security companies in Côte d'Ivoire. Please, after reading this, please contact me through my private email address, helenjohnson448 at yahoo.com, for more information. My late husband deposited 6.5,000.000.00 USD, which she's tried to tell is a 6,500,000 US dollars, in the security company account. As I write to you, I feel that the money in the security company will be wasted if I die, and that's why I came to the conclusion of donating it to the less privileged and motherless children home. My husband brother is an addicted smoker and drinker who spends his money on expensive drinks and unnecessary things, and therefore I do not want him to have any of the money that my husband works so hard for. For that reason, after going through your profile on the internet, I decided to contact you for friendship to help to, and help to me carry out the project of distributing this money to the less privileged and motherless children home. Please, my dear friend, I have come to you to help me carry out this last wish of mine on the ground because I am too weak to move and is confined in a wheelchair at my home in France because of the state of my health and so I cannot travel all the way here. <laughs> I don't know where here is, it doesn't make sense. It is true that I do not know you. If you want to help me carry out this project, write back to me as soon as possible so that I will direct you to how to contact the security company for the transfer of funds to you depending on how you may wish to assign to this purpose. Please send your name, address, occupation, age, sex, marital status and contact numbers to enable me to forward it to the security company for the release of the fund to your care. I'll give you my lawyer contact information. For more information, please kindly contact me on my private email below, helenjohnson448 at yahoo.com. I await your urgent response. Thank you for your kindness. Be healthy. I can't believe that using a bit of Gmail Jew as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, as good um, caring people that Scotland vs. Evil are, we decided to uh, reply to Mrs. Johnson. Uh, well, at first, I thought in the email it sounded like we were a care home for underprivileged kids. They said that I decided, so I found your profile and I decided to give the money to underprivileged kids. <laughs> what, is this because I was groomed as a child? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We replied. Hello friend, I'm so sorry to hear of your husband's passing. He sounds like he was a hard-working man, though on a quick Google search I can find no trace of his company. It's amazing to hear that in 2016 he can be the top contractor with no online presence. I am impressed. Damn those unknown people from the Ivory Coast! Damn them all to hell! How long ago did your husband die? I figured this had just happened. You've made the decision to steer clear of any more man salami pretty quickly. Although at 63 years of age it's probably the right decision to not get a child. I myself might wish to get a child soon. Do you know where one could go for such a thing? I'm so sorry to hear of your heart condition. It must be tough being faced with your own mortality. I am not sure I can contact you through the other email address. Well, the name Johnson matches, the name Helen does not coincide with Della. So how can I trust that this is your email address? Wow! 6.5000.000.00 USD? I have never seen such a figure before in my life. What's the exchange rate for 6.5000.000.00 USD these days? Has it been affected by Trump? 
I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure helping the less privileged and motherless children is the best use for this money. In my experience, those children usually end up being rapists and murderers. I myself have a dream. I have a vision of combining meat and cheeses with ice cream, and I feel that this money I could make the world a better place. I'm so sorry to hear that your brother-in-law is a drinker and a smoker. I 100% believe he would blow 6.5000.000.00 USD on cigarettes very quickly. <laughs> Tell me though, what unnecessary things would he buy? I'm glad you browsed my profile. Now tell me, which part of Drunken Horror Movie Podcast made you think this was the best, that we were the best candidate? I'm so sorry you, can't, you cannot move due to illness. I hear that heart disease does affect people in this way. I hope you have someone to help you type your emails. I have to warn you though, if you allow me to assign purpose of the money, I will most likely become Preston in blank check. Peace out! <laughs> and we're waiting to hear back from uh, Miss Adela Johnson to find out if she wants to continue with I think uh, this, she'll still this. email back and give you like another email address to contact her. I think she might. Uh, don't worry, I when, if we get a reply uh, by the next episode, I will uh, keep you in the updated do you ever this think, story goes. Do you ever think that, see all those emails that you just like ignore? Yeah. They say like, oh you've won a million pounds. Yeah, the one of them's actually true. Yeah. And there's just some lonely guy sitting in his room going, oh, I've tried 44 fucking people and they just keep sending me sarky fucking replies. <laughs> I'm just trying to give this 6 million away to underprivileged kids and they're just not up for it. And people are just laughing at him. And eventually the guy dies and his money just... Goes to those damn people of the unknown people of the Ivory Coast. No, they're just... They're maybe actually <laughs> just under their bed and never to be found. I mean, I guess it's possible. I'm going to start replying to all of them. Thing is though, it's you just you know find me as a scam. They're wanting your contact the things they've asked for quite a lot of contact information, which I was I was going to try and say that our name was Scotland versus Evil and we were cisgender and all uh, this kind of stuff. We were asexual, but <laughs> then I thought I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to give them any kind of lead in for contact information, so I'm just going to leave it this. You know, sometimes if you email back, they can actually hack into you because you've allowed them. Access. Well, see, no, I I I am I'm, I'm aware of like <laughs> ones that are like that, but it's not um it's I I, I took this. I'm taking this lead from Danny Wallace. He was he's a British uh, journalist and wrote, uh, yes, man. yes man yeah, yeah. Uh, the movie with uh, Jim Carrey. But in the book, he he answers a Nigerian priest and he says yes, but he never ever gives him contact information. But he just keeps replying back to him saying yes, yes, yes. So the boy says, "Will you come to Africa?" So he says yes, and he and he, and he follows it through. Like I can't remember if he I can't remember if he goes and meets the actual guy who's running the scam, uh. but he definitely keeps the email contact up, like and just keeps saying yes to the guy without obviously saying there's my credit card details. So if you come to record an episode one night and you're not here, just assume that you are banging that old woman for her money. I've more likely been killed by the unknown people of the Ivory Coast. Or banging her for her money. If she has 6.5,000.100.00 US dollars... Would you? That's not even a... That's not even a num- that's what I'm saying, that's not even a number! And she typed it twice, Rang! But if she did have that money and you went over and she's on a wheelchair and she's offering you the money but she wants one more romantic moment of loving uh, for, for an actual 6.5 US dollars from an old woman in France in a wheelchair yeah would you do it? no because I love my fiance very very much if you were single hypothetically if we were single men would you bang an old French woman in a wheelchair whose husband's just died for 6 million dollars oh well would you put it like that <laughs> you just me yes I would cool so does I think so we have no more information to spell at this time. Please check back next week for more funnies. Ha ha ha. From us two. Woohoo. Not the bees. <laughs> not the bees. Uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, please let us know. If you've not enjoyed it, again, please let us know. Give us more suggestions for movies. This 
Wickerman was actually suggested, I think, by Fish a mm-hmm. while ago. Yeah. Uh, so, great suggestion. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> suggested the Wickerman <laughs> remake. Oh, did, did Fish suggest that as well? More than likely, I would not put it past him. I bet he fucking liked it. Yeah, I would not put it past that as well. I'm going to ask him when I go home. So, thanks very much for listening. Thanks for listening to the alternate commentary last week. Uh, not even last week, through the week there. And thanks again to the Bear Jew and Brian for doing it. Yes. Uh, we've got a few more cool episodes lined up with our special guests. And just let's keep the momentum going in the group, in the fucking Facebook page, the Twitter, and Scott will give you the details. Yep. Um, like I say, join the Facebook group. It's, uh, it's going on Facebook and search Scott and Liam vs. Evil. There's a page and a group. Start posting stuff in the group, you know, suggesting movies for us, throw in your favourite horror movies, your weird stories, questions, conspiracy theories, uh, get involved. You can get us on Twitter, at Scott and Liam versus E, no, at Scott and Liam versus. You can get us uh, by email, uh, Scott and Liam versus evil <coughs> at hotmail.com. Uh, get in touch with us and just keep it coming. In the group as well, feel free to uh, share your own things if you write articles and stuff, as long as it's kind of like horror themed or don't just start sending us articles about sportsmen that you like because we don't care <laughs> uh, and let's let's keep this going man I'm enjoying it 31 episodes mm-hmm. it's pretty fucking cool it's good well maybe oh we didn't talk about the live stream after the live stream Sandy got really really steaming and then he uh, probably tripped balls and then hallucinated thought he was going to die couldn't breathe wiped all over Liam's floor and then fell asleep woohoo <laughs> see you later <laughs>